0: Welcome to an all-new Triumphant Clipcast. Woo! I'm your host, Chris Wild. With me Woo! is my new co-host, Hollywood Hank. Oh, everyone. no, I'm Henry still Bur- I am
1: still Burbank Hank. I'll never change. You can count on that. Oh, man, what a big win. I really thought about coming on and letting a bunch of swears fly, and I decided not to jute. I decided not to it. because, frankly, not to do it. Not to do it. Uh, I contracted that. I don't think you're supposed to. I decided not to do that because we have a, we're a family show, and we're intelligent people who oh, can yeah. use our words instead of swearing right. all the time. But holy wow, man! This is a this is a signature win for the Clippers. Big, big, decisive win for the Clippers, Chris. You gotta feel good. I feel great. We've won six in a
0: row. That's an official NBA win streak. You got to win five to call it a streak, as J.J. Redick taught us here on ClipCast years ago. Oh, yeah. And that's an NBA thing. That's not just a J.J. thing. But also, I really love the 8-2 and two since the All-Star break record. And literally, ever since we were down 21 a week ago to I can't even remember the opponent, the Hawks, we have looked fan. Fantastic as a team since Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann led that triumphant come-from-behind victory. We have been a great, unbeaten basketball team since that third quarter, and it's been fabulous to watch. Now, a lot has happened since you and I talked, Hollywood.
1: Oh, big time. But before we even gloss right over it, though, your man Kennard really continued to be hot as heck tonight, right? He went five of six from three. At one point, four straight threes uh, he was Ugh, fired tonight. To and really Ter-
0: close the door.
1: And Terrence, man, holy cow. He had a stretch there. What a man. He had a stretch there where three times in five minutes, he drove the lane Ugh, and put it up in traffic. What a man. Went to the left, to the right, reverse. Like, oh, yeah, the he's, finger roll. He's something else. He's something what else. A He's mighty, coming alive good man. And coming out at the really like time. And this was a I was a little I was a little nervous purpose coming into this game, man. I really was. Oh, we stop. we we are number one. Well, we haven't
0: beaten Milwaukee.
1: Right. We haven't beaten and we, Milwaukee we lost with Paul to him George by, and Kawhi Leonard. We lose to him by like four or five points last time. Uh and last time we got Lawler's Law and then didn't
0: score for three minutes. It that's was like, the like it was the worst.
1: That's thing that right. I've ever seen in my that's life. That's right. And listen, the Clippers, <laughs> the I Clippers don't. are number one in points allowed. Like we, we are great. We are great. Yeah, we're playing but great defense. the Bucks are a team that will blow the doors off of you early on in a game, and it just so happens that we have not had Serge Ibaka for eight games. No, Ugh. no Rondo. No Pat Beverly. No Paul George no with a sore foot. Uh, and like I said, no Late Serge. Uh, that's that's a whole lot of guys out. That's a whole lot of big, important guys out. And holy wow, did the Clippers show up and answer? And I, and I, that first quarter was jarring. That first quarter was jarring. Oh, yeah.
0: We were down a dirty dozen, I believe. Down double digits. Scored 38 points in the first quarter. But then we really put it on him in the second quarter and led at the half. Then we really put it on him in the third quarter and led after three. And then we really put it on him in the fourth quarter. I mean, we went just put our. Feet on their throats and choke them to death, Hank. <laughs> oh, big time. I mean, it's we, a family we, show. Were, we went all the thir- kids out of school.
1: <laughs> okay. We had a 13 2 run. We had a 13 2 run to get early on in that second, well, not early on in the second quarter to 15 points, but a 13 2 run in the th- second quarter just got it moving for us. And man, Canard It got it moving. We were down a dozen. We needed it. I We really needed it, but that's what I'm saying. It got it moving for us. We really had to go, and we went. Oof. whoo. Man, it's, well, so it's a, nice such a it's big, big win like because
0: that. these are the two teams that were the bubble bursts, right? Milwaukee goes into the bubble, rank number one. Clippers go into the bubble, rank number two. I've said ad nauseum, one always plays two in the conference finals. Both these teams get eliminated in the second round. Neither of them go to the conference finals, so that matters. Then here we are, the three seed versus the three seed. The Bucks. Have lost two in a row, but I don't know. The commentator Brian Seaman said maybe they had won like 13 of 15 or something crazy. Like they had what they had a massive win streak going into the back-to-back losses that they just suffered. Now they've lost three in a row. But this was just big, Hank. This was big. We have been eight and two, like I said, since the all-star break. We've won six in a row. But here's something that's interesting. And you know that I'm a numbers nerd. What? Tonight was game forty-eight. You know I love the code and the numbers and deciphering the different numerical patterns that I spot. Yes. Tonight was game 48. This is a 72-game season. So I thought to myself, Chris Wilde, you handsome devil. Oh, that sounds like you. 72 goes in. (laughs) 72 divided by 24 is 3. We are perfectly
1: two-thirds
0: through. The NBA season. This is now our third act. We are about to go into the third period of the hockey season, if you will. But here comes the third act. So I'm going to tell you right now our record, okay? Okay. Here's the record for the Clippers, where they stand after 48 games. And I'm going to ask you to guess what you think the record-ish is of the first 24, as opposed to the back 24, okay? Okay. Are you... Are you ready to play, Hank? Yeah, I don't think I
1: understand it, but I still want to hear the question, and I'm going to just do my best. 48 games in, okay? We're about to
0: start the final 24 games of the season. We've played the first 48, okay? We are 32-16 and after two acts. Here we go into the third and final act of the regular season. 32-16. and What do you think our record was? in the first 24 games, and what do you think our record was in the second 24 I games? Have and I'll tell you the answer. I have no
1: idea. <laughs> I don't know. Take a, take a guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess, okay, so 48, and you're asking me in the first 24 versus the second 24, I'm going to guess mm-hmm. in the second 24 were 18 and 6, and I'm going to guess, no, that can't be right. We're twenty and four, and we were eighteen and six in the first twenty-four. Was I close? All right, so because I'm not looking at the, I'm not even looking at the numbers to do the math to add them up. Right, I really have no idea. I have no idea. On this show, before
0: I tell the right answer, on this show, I have literally exhaustively said, "Oh my God!" In the first twenty-one games, we were sixteen and five. Okay. And then in the second twenty-one games, we were in under five hundred, ten and eleven, and that was a massive red flag. Sure. So going into that improbable Luke Kennard-driven comeback, we there was a lot of red flags, and we were hiccuping, and we were kind of losing ground. If you read if you read any of Farbod's tweets a week ago, the Clippers were a dire place to be. The Clipper Nation was freaking out because in the previous 21 games we were 10 and 11. But I'm here to tell you, Hank, that because of this six-game win streak, because going eight and two since All Star break, we have righted the ship. Unlike the Suez Canal situation, we have righted the Clipper ship. And in the first 24 games, we went 17 and seven. Oh, I was very close. good. I was Excellent. close. Excellent. Excellent. In the second 24, 15 and 9. But that is two different acts, if you will, two different thirds of winning basketball. And there was a time after 42 games where you looked at our first 21 and we were great, 16 and 5. And then you looked at our second 21 and we weren't so great, 10 and 11. And you're like, oh, no, that's a losing record. Oh, my God, that's big problems. Now, all of a sudden, you break it down into thirds. We've got two thirds in the books. Done. You can't take that away from us. One third left. And you break it down into thirds, 17 and 7 and 15 and 9. And 15 and 9 is nothing to shake your shake your petunias hat that's right <laughs> What's you that don't a shake thing? a petunias at don't you ever ever,
1: ever quiz me on math this hard at 10 o'clock at night recording a clip <laughs> don't you ever do that to me again
0: <laughs> oh yeah you you were that's... way off wow at one way point off. you were like okay so first 24 we were 20 and four the second 24 and the first 24 <laughs> can't, jack can't bauer had to save america oh, and my the president gosh. was the
1: bad guy thank goodness boop, i haven't been boop, drinking that would have made it even worse man boop, boop, it, it Here's what here's where here's where I thought we were going to get killed tonight and where I am super encouraged is in the rebounding uh, where that is where oh, yeah. we have needed to really like we have needed Zubats to really show up and get boards. Yeah. He pulled down nine rebounds tonight. We out rebounded them 30. Excuse me. They had 32 rebounds. We had 46 rebounds
0: oh oh stinky and they 40, were so much bigger than like lopez six. and greek freak and greek freak's brother made us look like we're little missing. guys you could argue we're we missing our starting center him.
1: i mean it it answers for me because one of the questions i wanted to ask you coming into this was are you yeah. worried that the lakers got drummond are we worried when zoo matches up against an Antetokounmpo, who of course is not a the center of the team but he is such a powerful force And, man, we just beat them on the boards. And, by the way, also beat them in second-chance points. Beat them in second-chance points. At the end of the third quarter, it was something like 14-2 to second-chance points to the Clippers. And that is big. Killing. That it. is big. And it's huge. It's huge. So yeah, I had really so many beautiful it.
0: putbacks tonight. So Excellent many guaranteed.
1: Backs. So many man. And you know, you got to see little Rondo pacing the sidelines a little. He's trying to get a vibe. Oh, anytime, anytime Rondo and Beverly are together, it just makes me so oh, excited. Oh man, them and Marcus Morris Senior. If they're ever on the court together, it's going to be all the All em team. It's just going to be the head games team. It's bad. Oh, absolutely. We get Matt so Barnes I on the asked, team and join in.
0: <laughs> I asked Clipper Nation on Twitter, what's French for block? And their answers were a real treat. Because Nicholas Batum had this amazing hustle play yes. where some Milwaukee buck jerk-off had a fast break and tried to pull some fancy bull crap off. And Nicholas Batum came from behind and blocked it out of the building. It was so sweet. So I said, what's French for for block and Sean Paul Gordon said, A block in French is called a Batum. Ah, uh, Mr. Cleon said, Le Contre. Justin Lerner said, No, no, no. James Coots said, and put back because Batum had a great put back. SoCal native said, blook. Bluke. <laughs> Bluke canard. John uh, Michael Pasilla said, Le Block. And then my favorite answer of the night the same grade jean michael Passia, and i apologize if i'm not saying that right you definitely are not by the way you are definitely
1: not saying it right you are de- <laughs> there's no way you're saying that right but j
0: John michael jan jan michael like Jan michael vincent sure. and then it's p a s i a it's not pasia i doubt it's pasia but anyway Jan michael had the best answer of the night and he said Oh, sorry, LeBloc. I, I was wrong. It's Le, get that out of here.
1: <laughs> oh, you're going to you're gonna have to bleep it. You're going to have to bleep it. And just so you know to keep track that of it, Chris, it's f- around the 12 f- minute mark that you dropped the S bomb. <laughs> oh, you're forgetting something. You're forgetting about something about Batum because he got that what? block. That was in the fourth quarter. He got that block. And then on the Luke Kennard right. miss, he shoved down a great dunk on the Put other back. end. Oh, yeah, was yeah, it wasn't just a putback. Put it was it, a dunk. Yeah. It was a dunk. And it was beautiful. Yeah, the putback put dunk, though. The putback dunk. Yeah. It, was, like, it, it was, went,
0: was off the miss. Oh, and, and Kawhi had nice. another one just earlier. Oh, dude. Batum, it's such an unsung hero. And I loved on the cast that you were off making your big shot Hollywood sitcom. I did a cast where I really layered in audio bite after audio bite after audio bite of Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. And. What I loved was Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann, and we got to talk about both those guys, and then we got to talk, obviously, about Rondo and Lou Williams. So what Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann both said was Nicholas Batum was the one who led the charge. Even though Mann and Kennard got all the stats on that improbable comeback down 21 in the third quarter— it was Batum who led the charge with his leadership and his intangibles. And you saw that tonight. And since they said that, I just can't help but watch Batum every time he's on the floor. He's just such a wonderful veteran presence. And man alive, didn't we just add another wonderful veteran presence with the playoff prowess of one Rajon Rondo? Uh,
1: Nicholas Batum out-rebounded every other Clippers bench player. Nice. I mean, it's just, he, he's Le-nice. just great. He's just great. And also, they, and also, they played more players than we played. They played two more players yeah, than I mean, we, we played in our rotation. I like our rotation a lot. And how I many was,
0: guys? You're looking at the stats. How many guys in double digits did we have?
1: Only five. But but this oh. is an ex, but this is an ex, <laughs> but this is but this is why. But this is why. <laughs> why? Four. So many guys had twenty. T- you tell me how many starters you think had twenty points or more. Oh, four yes, twenty, bro. Yeah, it's four twenty.
0: Take your finger off the carb every bro. single time.
1: Four <laughs> players <laughs> had twenty or more points. Marcus Morris was the was our leader with twenty five. I mean. I was oh interested. wow. So Reggie
0: Jackson, Luke oh Luke, Luke was, excuse me, Luke was oh Luke was a starter. Okay, so Reggie yeah. Jackson, Luke Kennard, Kawhi Leonard, and Marcus Morris all had twenty plus. That's In that amazing. order
1: that's so interesting you did that. In that order, Reggie Jackson twenty, Luke Kennard twenty one, Kawhi Leonard twenty three, Marcus Morris twenty five. That's fast. You do love numbers. Excellent. Excellent. And Kawhi Leonard around nearly around messed effort. around and got a double double. He had nine rebounds.
0: I'm telling you, the depth of this Clipper team is so on display for everyone in the league right now with this six-game win streak because we've done it now without key guys getting gutty wins against really tough competitors, the best that the East has to offer.
1: We did it with three Three. starters out and missing the underground goat and not having his replacement on the team. All right, so you and I have to talk about this because Let's you and I haven't about talked. It. About no, we have. not We talked at it. We sent thoughts back and forth, thoughts and prayers. We talked towards it. each other. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I I'd... honestly
0: didn't even listen. Uh I listened to everything you said after it was published, if that makes sense. It makes perfect so sense. So I do like We were not as responding soon to each I... other. No, not no. at all. And I and no. I listen I whenever I publish an episode, I listen to it after it's published just to make sure the commercial breaks worked, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I listen so to I it after proof- it's published, it, but
1: Because I really like us. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's a great show. I I really think it's a great show. I like the the rapport, the tête-à-tête, the what's batum for friendship. In a way, I was. It was like
1: I was doing the podcast with you because I put a pictures of a a picture of a horse's butt up in my dressing room and I looked right at it while I was while I was talking. A donkey, (laughs) donkey a farm mule jackass. I put a picture
0: up. Well, it's funny that you say picture because I am literally looking at your picture right now in Clippers gear. It says you're. You, I, I love this picture, and it's it's in our profile photo on Instagram, and it's also our header for Twitter. But inside. I put it inside the Clipcast logo. It's literally you and I about 20 years ago or 19 years ago now, and you just so happen to be wearing number 24, who I believe was Andre Miller. Andre Miller, yeah. Clippers jersey. Yeah, that's right. And I was wearing a Clippers number 7 Lamar Odom jersey. And if you look at that picture, it just says, there's Henry, there's Chris, Clippers 24-7. And that's what you and I have lived for two years. Decades talk to me because Rondo has dominated the playoffs. You
1: know why we never noticed that?
0: I I do know, and it's a family show. I don't think you should expand upon why we never noticed that. I'm like, who's number forty-two? That's right. That's your dyslexia. No, you're not the boss of me. That's why. That's why. I'm like, who's number two thousand (laughs) two hundred and forty-four?
1: Anyway, gonna we were going to talk, we talk about we were going to talk about Lou Williams. We're going to talk about that. Well, yeah,
0: well, I, and Rajon Rondo. Yeah. It's so like, obviously, it's one and the same now because we made basically a clean swap and and anyone who complains that we shouldn't have given up those two second round picks in the year thirty four twenty six and 5,012 like those second round picks Balmer can buy back and they're in the future and just stop and there was some cash and that's Balmer's cash so just stop it doesn't matter about the second round just 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 stop and look who we can get by the way in the second round is Terrence Mann but immediate thought upon hearing the trade? Good thing, bad thing, or indifferent? Or even, like, just tell me your immediate
1: thought. Uh, my immediate thought was, okay. I, I mean, I, I, I never really, I, yeah I wasn't <laughs> okay. clear. I wasn't clear right away. It took me a little bit of time. It took me a little bit of time to wrap my head around it. And what actually helped me right. was answering other people who were not glad about the trade and answering why it was helpful. And the more that I talked it out, I think what I finally came to is what I said in the last clipcast. What I finally landed on was this idea of people saying, "Well, why do wh- why do you need why do your number one and number two options need help making plays because they're not point guards, and because right. and all, but I would also say." Kawhi Leonard, whether or not he has been the best player on the teams that he has won rings with, whether or not that is actually the truth that he's literally the best player, has not ever had to be the only player on those teams.
0: No, he's you know he's what had I mean. Like it, point guards, he had Kyle Lowry and Tony Parker. Yeah, those
1: guys are great, and they're great, and there were great other great scorers on those teams, and they, he didn't have to be doing it all. And so that was the first thing. Uh, but I think the I think the bigger thing is that I actually think that I came, this came to me after we recorded the clip cast last week the Rondo cast mm-hmm. is that I actually think Rajan Rondo is the kind of guy that can come into a locker room and lead in a way with a big mouth uh not that he's a big mouth but with a big mouth and a big presence and hold guys accountable in a way that Pat Beverly doesn't not that he should I think Pat Beverly is your guy who's on the court who gets heart out of you and and like hypes you up. He's like the greatest hype man. He's the guy you'd want as your hype man. But Rajon Rondo I may, may be the guy that will be in the locker room for us, really holding guys accountable, really watching what they're doing and analyzing it and helping them be better. I think he can be what Kawhi Leonard doesn't wanna be. And I'm not even talking about basketball right now. I'm talking about that Kawhi Leonard likes to lead quietly by example. When we're down and we need Absolutely. someone to lead, he likes to put his head down and score quietly uh, and I think that Rajon Rondo will be the guy who will pull the guys over and talk to them talk to them, and coach them up, you know? So I, like I think Pat that that's, that's what's great about Rajon Rondo. And the, you know I love Lou Williams, man. You know I love sure. him. But I love him in the same way that right now that I loved Jamal Crawford at the end of him being a clipper when people kept saying, he's not signed, he's not signed. And we kept saying, he keeps disappearing in the postseason because – what is it that Shaq said, and then I that 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 you hear quoted all the time? Father Time is undefeated, man. You get old, right, and it's hard right. to shoot. You get old, and it's hard to play. Uh, and so I think that we 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 let Lou Williams go because we needed something to trade, and I think we got good value for him. It does make me nervous that Rajon Rondo is not playing already because he's got a nagging injury, um, but it's not like it's an ACL or an MCL, you know. And we need him for the playoffs. And we're playing great right now without three, arguably four starters. So,
0: without our two starting point guards.
1: So, what was your reaction? Was it just immediately, this is
0: amazing? Not amazing, but I, I look, as soon as I heard Lou Williams for Rondo, and I'm just going to preface this with, I really thought we were going to go all in on Lonzo Ball. And I was excited about that, but Lonzo Ball, I think, is untested. I think he's great and young, and he's a point guard of the future for sure, but I was so nervous about what we had to give up to get him, and I knew going in, we need a point guard because Pat Beverly, God bless him, is fantastic defensively, but he's a bit of a glass Joe, and he hasn't played the games this season, and We've had to rely heavily on Reggie Jackson. So I knew going into the trade deadline, we need a point guard. So I was really hoping for Lonzo Ball. Again, untested. I don't really know him. Yeah, maybe he's great. Maybe he's the future of the league. So when I knew we needed a point guard, and I also knew going in, honestly, somebody tweeted out, and I, I've quoted him now twice, and I'm so sorry I don't bring their name up right now. I just don't have the time. I'm going to take a nap, and when I wake up, Lou Williams better be on a different team. And because this season, Lou Williams was not good. He really wasn't. And I can go back to Atlanta, that game where we came back. We 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 came back despite Lou Williams. We came back without Lou Williams. Lou Williams came off the bench and did nothing, and people were tweeting this guy is a poison on the floor. It was crazy to see Clipper Nation Ugh. just absolutely do a classic like Burbank that. Hank flip-flop. Yeah. But everyone on Clipper Nation was throwing Lou under the bus basically all season long, and rightfully so. Lou did not have the numbers early, and we still won despite him. And he had a handful of... Standout games, but nothing like Lou Williams of last season or the season before. And to say that he did, you're not watching every game. I remember driving and listening to a Clipper game, hoping I was going to get the Noah Eagle call, but for some reason getting the Miami Heat broadcasters. And and Lou Williams comes in off the bench, and they both just immediately started singing his praises. Here comes instant offense. Here comes sweet Lou Williams. He's good for at least 20 points. And I said to myself, well, these are two broadcasters who are thinking about Lou Williams in seasons past and haven't watched a single game this season of the Clippers because Lou Williams didn't bring it this season. He, he just didn't. There was a couple of games where he scored over 20, just a couple. And that's he, he averaged 20 last season, just under 20. So his average was way down this season. Yep. Yes, his minutes went way down because Ty Lou responded. So I just knew going to the trade deadline, Ty Lou is something we can give up. A point guard is something we need. That's what I knew going in. So I was like, is there a way we can get Lonzo Ball for Tyler uh, for Sweet Lou? There there really isn't unless you include a massive piece like a Zubats and then it's not worth it. So when I just heard it's basically straight up Sweet Lou for Rajan Rondo, who is not a point guard of the future, he is one of the great point guards. So and and what is great about him? Not his shooting although he did shoot very well for the L Word in their championship run last season. But he is literally one of the great dime droppers. He gets assists. He gets everyone active. And yes, maybe he's not a threat to score, but he can score as he showed when he was a champion 23 and a half weeks ago. It wasn't last year. It wasn't two years ago. It was 23 weeks ago this guy won it all. And I had to sit there and... Swallow my pride and listen to my L-word friends talk about how the big three for us is A.D., LeBron, and Rondo. And I used to love when Rondo—I loved watching Rondo beat the L-word. I hated watching Rondo lose to the L-word in the finals. But I've seen this man dominate in the playoffs and be an assist dime dropper, the guy who moves that ball and is the quarterback. And I got excited. And not because this isn't like a Doc Rivers get some veteran who's all washed up. This guy just did it a couple weeks ago. And I heard my friends talk about how he was the reason that the L word won. I heard a lot of people in LA say that. So I was very excited. Excited, and then Clipper Nation. I opened up Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, they're they're
1: upsetting. They're yeah." Well, you know, and listen, we didn't. The Clippers didn't want to trade Lou Williams. Lawrence Frank Frank said, "We did not approach the trade deadline wanting to trade Lou Williams. We love Lou. We love his mom. We're heartbroken. It sucks." These are these are actually the things that Lawrence Frank said. This is not me paraphrasing. His actual quote is, "It really sucks," Uh, but also, this is what you have to do. You have to do this to yeah. win. You have to up, You have to upgrade. And the other thing that Lawrence Frank said in the interview in the LA Times was that they needed an orchestrator, and that's what Rondo is. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. this is a guy who sees the floor, you know, and we didn't need another guy who's out there trying to shoot. You can see very clearly tonight we have shooters. Even Reggie Jackson, who you mentioned, who we have a 100 times on our clip cast now talked about how well he responded to basically being benched. Indefinitely, yep. he went four of six yep. from three tonight. So and, scored, and looking how Canard responded, points. and Canard, man, to if, all those if, DNPs, man, I don't mean to derail us, but if this is if this is the Canard we're gonna have, where he can get out there and go on a streak of four threes in a row, five of six from mm. three, sharpshooter, holy wowzers, man, fifty, oh, we went yeah. we went almost fifty six percent from three, and that's with Kawhi Leonard going o of six from three.
0: Excellent. I mean, let that Pat sink Patterson in. had some big ones. Amazing. Pat Patterson oh went three six. of three. Oh, we needed him to, and he did it. He did and not a couple shoot those, another. Like, field one was goal. kind of an. One was an errant pat, like a like a like a dodgy, fastball laser errant pass from Terrence Mann that somehow Pat Patterson's big mitts came down with and then just drained that three. And I just I, – I literally t- told my son while we were watching the game, I said, you know what Pat Patterson does when he's not in the game? He sits on the sideline, takes an oversized weighted basketball and just practices shooting and catching, shooting and catching. He just shoots to himself, sitting down, and, and he's ready. Just add water is always ready, and now Luke Kennard, add him to the list, and then obviously Terrence Mann's been playing out of his brain. The forty eighth oh pick or something. I don't know how to describe his, his game.
1: I don't even know how to describe his game. Who is he like, Terrence Mann? It, it's it's he it's he's like a better Al Thornton. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. It's is a real random. No, that's pull. fun. It's just. But Deep not, Clipper
0: Nation will remember Al Thornton but it's had not, some moves.
1: It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's not, when you watch, it's the opposite of Paul George driving the lane. It's like not a graceful yes. driving of the lane. It's workmanlike. What, what's crazy is, it's where, It's like hard dribbling and not, pushing and stutter stepping and getting in a great stutter stepping by yes. Reggie tonight. But it's something different. It's not graceful. Yes. It's workmanlike. It's not butter. It's it's but yeah. it's wonderful slashes. and effective. Yeah, he slashes. That's yeah. probably it. That's probably the way you say it. So what's crazy
0: about what's what's crazy about Terence Hank, and what a testament to what a special athlete this man is, this young man Terence Man. He didn't play point guard in Division 1 NCAA basketball for FSU. He no, wasn't shooting even guard. a point guard. Was he a
1: shooting guard for them?
0: He yeah, or a small forward. He, was tall. he literally, he literally hadn't played point guard since high school, and the fact that he is responding in the NBA, the world's greatest athletes, he, the kid hasn't been a point guard since he was a teeny bopper popping zits, skipping homeroom. That is nuts. We don't know that, the fact no, that he's doing. Listen,
1: a, we do not know that he ever skipped homeroom. I don't know. I don't appreciate he you I know senior year he had two senior
0: studies, and he was known to skip homeroom because he was really good friends with the homeroom teacher, and he would text, hey, I'm here.
1: Son of a gun. By the way, he pulled down six <laughs> rebounds and had six assists tonight, too. Well, and the reason he gets so many, there's been games where he's double digits rebounds. He's just
0: longer than your average point guard. He kind of reminds me of Shea just a little. Oh, can
1: I say that? <laughs> I hope we trade him so it Watch really out. spins all oh, the Clipper Nation into a tailspin. <laughs> <laughs> this trade Oh, um, uh, that's good okay, news because so, it's been hard to see Shay go, but we're filling that hole.
0: It's okay. So in the first twenty-four, we went seventeen and seven. In the second twenty-four, we went fifteen and nine. So if you do the math, you would put us right around sixteen and eight is right in between them. What do you think? How do you think these guys who are on a streak? We got a nine-game homestand. Two down, seven to go. I know this is again a lot of math. What do you think that final 24 is going to be? Is it going to be... 24-0. and 0. Right in the middle? Yeah, 24-0. Hey, there we go. Lock it in.
2: <laughs> Lock it in, baby. 24-0. and 0. I love it.
1: I learned from the best. You don't, don't have to... Absolutely love you it. You don't have to make analysis if you just always claim that you're going to go the Clippers. undefeated. <laughs> that you're going to go undefeated. All right, so
0: tomorrow night... and. I'm for the majority of you listening to this, it'll be tonight. And for a lot of you, it'll be last night, but regardless <laughs> tomorrow night, it's a back-to-back second night of the back-to-back Orlando comes to town. We are something like 85% likely to win. According to the Vegas odds, we have literally been eight and oh on night twos of back-to-backs. And that's again, uniquely special in this wacky season because the teams, because of COVID safety protocols are not getting the practice that they usually get. So It's literally regular season game in game practices. So the fact that we're able to make adjustments after game ones of night, night ones of back to backs and be literally perfect in night twos of back to back. You gotta love the Clippers chances tonight versus Orlando at home. We're on a six game win streak. We're 8-0 8-0 on night 2's a back to back. You got to go 9-0. You got to like these sweet sweet Clippers. We're going to crush them in Orlando. I know, since Tragic. I know you,
1: since I know you love numbers, I would like to point out that in the last 10 games Orlando is 2 and 8 and we are 8 and 2, the exact opposite of Boom. each other. And uh and on a side note, next to that is that we at this point are 32 and 16. And they are fifteen and thirty-one. It's almost exact mirror wow. image in reverse. So yeah. uh, I do think we're that we're just a better we, team. I do think that we crush them. I do think that we're on a roll. I do think we're great on second nights of back-to-backs. And I do think that we, you know it continues to be some concern. Health for us continues to be some concern. So I'm sure. ho- I'm hoping it's that frustrating. Especially, we don't know when these guys are coming back. We don't know. We don't know. And especially on these back-to-back nights, I do hope that we're going to see. I hope that we're not pushing too hard to get the win and put, putting guys' health at risk. But the flip side of that is we everyone need we need a great seed. We need a great seed. We don't want to be oh, we, need, we, we, we need don't need a great seed. We don't want the wrong matchup. And and so that's gonna be the delicate tightrope for our coach. That's gonna be the delicate we're tightrope. We're
0: half game behind Phoenix Suns. We play them coming up in the not too distant. We might literally be playing them for the two-seed that game if we continue cooking like we have and we're getting that sweet, sweet home cooking that we need. But we got a lot of formidable opponents. Orlando is not one of them, and you got to yeah. feel good about beating Doc Rivers' 76ers. Were you able to watch any of that game, see any of the highlights? How surreal was it watching Ty Lu beat Doc Rivers' 76 and his assistant coach Sam Cassell and
1: Tobias Harris's 76ers. It was crazy. Yeah, it was weird. There's also such recency bias and such short-term memory for NBA and NBA fans. I think people really quickly forget players and what they meant to franchises and that sort of thing. And Tobias Harris, that was a hard trade, man. That he was what we had going. And look, it all worked out. Oh, yeah. It was a surprising turn of events. But when Tobias Harris yep. left, that was that was a slap in the face for you and I. I remember that conversation of, oh my gosh, well Lawrence this Frank, this is what we had to watch. And Doc, they all
0: they all kept pushing Tobias Harris. He's a superstar. He's a superstar. He's a max contract guy, and they really were selling him to us, and we bought it, hook, line, and sinker. And then poof,
1: he's gone. But he's great he for was Landry great. Shamit. Yeah I mean, yeah yeah what's go, what's <laughs> going on in the west involved. what's going on in the west right now is so, is so jarring i i want to say that something like 7 out of the 6 6 out of the 8 teams that are in the playoff race right now are either 7 and 3 in the last 10 games or better like everyone right. is on a roll everyone right. is even on a even the Elwerts
0: L- kind of figured it out and yeah. one, one or two in a row well, they're I like guess. 6 yeah.
1: they're like 6 and 4 but even still they're all they're, they're on a roll, man. They're on a roll. So we all are winning and trying to make up ground, but we're, we're still four games behind Utah. Ever getting the, the one seat against Utah is going to – I don't know about that. I don't know if anybody can. It's real tricky. They uh, they, they have to come crashing down to earth. Do they? they? Had
0: a little bit of a speed bump, but then just righted the ship once again. I, and I, I think – I've been seeing on NBA social media, people think that they're fake – Good. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Utah Jazz, I, they're the best team in the NBA record-wise. I don't see them as a bust. I see them as formidable foes. I see Clippers, Jazz, Western Conference Finals. It's not as sexy as maybe the Battle of LA, but that could happen round two. If the L word can squeak into the playoffs, let's have some fun. Anyway, but I think Utah Jazz is the real deal. I love the fact that we beat them when we were full strength and we played them in that baseball series. They clocked our clean. Excuse me. They cleaned our clocks, and then we turned around and had relatively full strength Clipper squad, and we beat them. Yeah. So I I like us versus them, but they are definitely the number one team in the NBA, and and I think they deserve to be there. Will we catch him? I don't know. I, I really would love that two seed, and obviously the dream is one. But Phoenix we can catch, for sure. Oh, and yeah, we're only half game behind them. You know, Phoenix obviously led by their point guard, Chris Paul. Chris Paul was born in 1985. Rajan Rondo and Lou Williams were both born in 1986. Just to put a little perspective into who's quarterbacking and who these backcourt superstars are. So when you think about, oh, these guys are washed up and, oh, the best years are behind them, Chris Paul's proving you wrong. I hope Rajan Rondo proved you wrong because he's literally an L.A. basketball champion, current champion, and I hope he gets to prove you wrong in the playoffs. This is not the bubble. The bubble's done. The bubble got popped, This is regular basketball in the regular arenas, traveling like you do. This is normal-ish playoffs. And California opening the floodgates of vaccinations April 15th from everybody 16 and older. So one would think that maybe there will actually start to be fans in these home playoff games with a month of vaccinations behind us. I I think
1: fans could actually get in the building, Hank. Possibly. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, certainly we're hearing from the CDC that there are some concerns about climbing numbers and people getting lax um, as all, all as all of the restrictions are starting to be dropped. But the uh, things that I'm hearing but I have is a, not in California. Right. No, that's outside, those no, are that's outside of California. States. Our number's are going down. But listen, I have yeah. that, it's funny you mentioned the bubble because I have a question for you. Are you ready yet for the coaches to start wearing suits again? Or are you still really loving this fleece pullover sweatpants oh, and tennis. you still love it you I, love the matching you think the, the I don't olympics ever, look. the olympics look i don't ever want
0: to see a head coach in a cheap suit ever again oh no, they're a lot not of these cheap no, come on now tall. those aren't
1: cheap those aren't cheap suits those guys aren't wearing cheap suits no way
0: no way there, there's no way that mike Budenholzer has fancy expensive suits this <laughs> <laughs> is not possible
1: Uh well the second fan, the second there's fans in the building they're going back to suits don't you think? I hope not. I hope not. I
0: love. The, the, the best thing that ever happened to me was the Clippers exhibition Hawaiian games where the entire staff are wearing matching Hawaiian shirts. So if it was up to me, of course the staff would be sorry, wearing whoa, matching whoa, Hawaiian whoa, shirts. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. The, uh, there was a little. We had an audio issue there. Chris Wilds, Mrs. Wilds. He meant to say the day he married you. That was the best day of his life. Not the day that the, co- no, the coaching staff wore Hawaiian shirts, Mrs. Wilds. The, <laughs> the second best day of my life, to be fair, was
0: the day that my son was born. B- and the Blake, first best day, was, Lamar, the, Odom, was the day that I Griffin, got Griffin Kawhi Leonard Jr.
1: And number one was the day and that the I got four day free tires of my life for was four free Clippers tickets for <laughs> my day tires. Of your life.
0: The best day of my life was one week ago tonight when Luke Kennard led the 21 point come from behind wow. Atlanta Hawk clipper w where i was in the building losing my mind and everyone in the press was cheering and vocal because they couldn't they couldn't help themselves are yeah not supposed to that was an that was an exciting experience that was that was one of the great clipper home w's i've ever seen and i'm putting it up i'm putting it up there with game seven us beating Kawhi leonard spurs where you were yelling at people to put their t-shirts on
1: and that we are going to win I thought that was versus Houston. Was we that versus are the Spurs? We going
0: to win. That was versus San Antonio. in game a, seven. I
1: don't I have a clear memory of that because I screamed so hard I couldn't see straight. I got the headache.
0: Yeah, and you said, when did, when did Chris Paul change his number to 333? And I said, Hank, you're seeing triple. We got to cut
1: you off, buddy. I yelled at a guy to put his shirt on. <laughs> And then he put his shirt on. You yelled at several people. Put your shirt not on, just a guy. Because you get free. Shirt. Here's put what I'm your, talking about. Put people your didn't have their shirts on. Off. You get a free T-shirt when you come to a playoffs game. Go to the playoffs. and people yeah, did yeah. not have their shirts on. And to me, no. it wasn't supporting the team. The team should look around and see a sea of red or a sea of blue, not a some guy in his polo. And so I was screaming, put your shirt on. And I think at one point a guy turned around and said, I'm trying. I am. I'm putting it on.
0: <laughs> the best part, and I remember this vividly. Okay. You yelled at multiple people to put their shirts on. Yeah. Okay. And oh, you yeah. were adamant. Yeah. Okay. You were yelling, We will win this game. We we're going, are going to win this to game. Win.
1: We are going to win. Put your to shirt win. on. Yeah.
0: And so one guy a couple rows ahead of us, okay, turns around and is trying to get your attention and doesn't because you're you're in that place that you get to. Sure. And you're screaming, We are going to win this game. And he goes, Hey, 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 buddy, hey, I put hey, I put the shirt on. Right. And and I go, Hey, Hank, you put the shirt on and he went. Yeah. Okay. Like you, it was the no biggest deal moment. It was the no big dealiest moment. You literally went, Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Doesn't matter. It's not all. It's not all about well, you. Well,
1: I jerk. am a delightful, we lovable will win scamp. This game.
0: Oh, that made me laugh so hard in that moment, Hank. You have no memory of it, but I have a crystal clear memory of it.
1: I have hey, some. Hey, I tell have your buddy some put memory the shirt of it. On.
0: Uh, Hey, Hank, this guy put his shirt on. Yeah, whatever, Chris. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: whatever. No big deal. Well,
1: buddy, it is so so good to be back. It is so good to have the Clippers back. It's so good to be on a six-game win streak. It's so good to be only two games into this great nine-game homestand. It's so great to be matching up against the Orlando Magic next. It's so great the beginning of our season was front-loaded. It's so great that we have a great new orchestrator, in the words of Lawrence Frank, and now it's just about the Clippers oh, yeah. putting it together at the right time to take on some seriously great teams. This whole, oh, the NBA's only got two good teams. This is not Golden State <laughs> and the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's a ton of great teams. No. It's going to be a great postseason, especially in the West. Uh, and I, But I think the Clippers, the timing is right. The timing is right. So it's just going to see who streaks Oh, they're getting hot best. at the right time. You know?
0: A hundred percent.
1: And they—they, I I honestly do think,
0: yes, we're going to be a heck of a lot closer to 24 and 0 than any other of the first two acts in this three act play of the 72 game regular season. 48 games down, 24 to go. But we got Orlando. That's a gimme game. And then we've got a real interesting stretch. April Fool's Day versus those choice Denver Nuggets. I obviously like us there. Sunday, big Easter Sunday, Channel 7, ABC, Noon 30 game, Battle of LA, L Word versus your Clippers. Love that that's an Easter Sunday game. And it just doesn't let up. Tuesday, Portland, who's been playing lights out. Thursday, Phoenix, who's right ahead of us. And then Friday, another gimme, finally. Houston and Sunday, Detroit. So we end with a couple of gimme games, which I like. But there's four real competitive competitors in our upcoming opponents. And I'm talking about Denver, Elward, Blazers, And Sons, and those are four games where we can really alert to the world, we're for real. These are not your daddy's clippers.
1: 100%, especially because, uh, first of all, my daddy's clippers was an old rusty pair of clippers he used to give his dogs a haircut. So that was my daddy's Clippers. My <laughs> Clippers, are Los Angeles Clippers, <laughs> the uh, dog. But they, but they, li- the, you know, this is the team, the Nuggets, where Gordon was just in the news yesterday saying that that there's no limits to this team, Aaron Gordon. So you know they've right. made some nice moves. They're looking strong. They're looking hot. That is a big game for us. That's a huge game for us. And then of course everyone is going to be watching the Lakers game because we are always watching those games, but especially because we need to see. They, I can't imagine at that point they're going to have AD and LeBron back, but they, they no, do have they Andre won't. Drummond, and it should be very interesting to see how our bigs match up. I'm not going to take away a lot from the L word matchup based on who wins or who loses, but I am very curious to win. see how the bigs match up. Very curious. Sure. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm interested to see how Andre Drummond fits.
0: He obviously has not been on a winner yet. Oh, he's a, He's great, he... man. Get ready. He's great. Yeah. Holy cow. I, but he is that classic Zubatsian center, right? And you know, one I guess would argue, oh, he's got better numbers, obviously, than Zubots. But he is that classic dinosaur center that they say the game is moving away from. So I, I just I'm not I'm not sold on when people really wanted Drummond to come to the clips, I was never sold on it. I pref- I would have preferred a Lamarcus Aldridge. And I thought maybe uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. He's done. Maybe. And that didn't happen. Now I do think there's a roster spot or two I believe that are still open. They ain't done. There's going to be somebody who's bought out that's coming to this. Like like remember when we got Noah and all of a sudden it was like, oh, here come here comes Noah. Noah didn't do a lot, but maybe that was because it was Doc Rivers. But regardless, he was that locker room guy. He was that veteran. I, I don't think we're done. I think somebody's coming to this squad, and we just don't know who it is. And we're gonna find out. Oh, you think we're gonna do it? You think there's more? Oh yeah, I do. There's a hundred percent. We're going into the playoffs with fifteen guys, and we don't have fifteen guys right now. There will be another guy, a hundred percent. I don't know who it is.
1: Well, well, well. Chris Wild drops it's the, a, the thinker to take us into our. I, 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 next there's going to be games. somebody.
0: I, I just remember the year out of nowhere we got Jeff Green. And I got the text from my source. It was like Jeff Green's a Clipper. I'm like, shut up. He's like, it's it's they're they're literally drawing up the contracts now. And I tweeted it out, and everyone was like, shut up. And then you know, two hours later, the world realized I was not full of crap on that one particular detail <laughs> but i so I, I i have been really texting my source like hey hey ha, ha, hoo, hoo. just like just checking in let's go do brunch like i really i know it's it's hard because it's stupid COVID 19 but i'm gonna get vaccinated and i am literally just gonna camp outside sourcey's house and get the information that i need because i i know we're not done yet i know it i know we're not do- there's one more piece coming in
1: all right. Well, that we'll stand by to see what that piece is. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. Oh
0: yeah. And hey, it's so good to just good so good to actually have a conversation with you, Hank. Oh, I've been man, monologuing. To, I, we did so and much. Thank you for jumping go ahead. on the rondo
1: train. Oh buddy. Episode. Oh, is my you are you kidding? That. It was my pleasure. I had to keep my, my volume kind of low because I had, you know, castmates all around me in different directions, so I couldn't yell and scream, but it was awesome to Oh, hey, dude, I I like what we do. I like our fans. I hey, like our there listeners. Any, I like the I, Clippers.
0: You got Prank Encounters Season 2 is about to drop on April Fool's Day. Is oh, there anything yeah. you can tell us? It's coming Thursday, right? April Fool's Day? Yeah,
1: it premieres on Netflix. I don't know what time of day it drops, I assume. <laughs> I think it's at midnight. Is that what <laughs> happens? It happens at midnight. I guess I'll April find Fool's out when day. I wake up yeah. in the morning, because I'm not going to stay up till midnight. Uh, no, it premieres, and it was sort of an exciting extra step in my career, because... Um, they brought me on as a writer on the show as well. I was a story producer oh, wow. and writer on the show and helped write all the episodes and uh and then di- and Does then that a- mean you help come up with yes, the pranks? Yes. Yes. In the <laughs> writers room <laughs> coming up oh, with the coming up talk. with the pranks and then two of the pranks I actually wrote the script which of course there's no actual literal scripted lines but I wrote the beats and crafted them out. Right. We all we all brainstormed them in a room with Kevin Healy, who is the mastermind of pretty much every prank show you have liked since Alan Funt. Uh, he wasn't a part of no, that. No, but it's what, what is different about prank
0: encounters as opposed to Candid Camera or Impractical Jokers? Like what, what, is, what makes, because I know you got the Stranger Things kid.
1: Well, it's a horror movie. There's two things that are different. First of uh, all, the pranks are long form pranks. So first of oh. all, the pranks are what you ultimately <laughs> see is 30 minutes but we keep some of them going for much longer than that and then create a cut right. a cut out of it. That's the first thing. It's a half hour plus these pranks go that we are keeping these people going. But the the big thing about prank encounters that is so different is that there's two different people being pranked. So I will meet one wow. person and get them started doing something, and then someone else will meet another person who's not in on it and get them doing something. And then what we're trying to do is move them to the same rendezvous point for what we call the collision and that's when things go crazy but this is also much like scare tactics and by the way it was created by the same executive it's created by the same executive producer except those were only right. 5 minute pranks 5 10 minute pranks right. this is all horror movie themed and we oh, we really dug deep into what our inspirations were what made us scared and what's kind of what's kind of a little I'll give you a little behind the sceneer we really tried yeah, a couple of times to riff out a good global pandemic prank and didn't ever and <laughs> just didn't land on one. We just didn't land on. We found too many that were great without that and boy were we glad yeah. that we didn't. <laughs> because oh, thought, we filmed this thing. Letting... We filmed this thing leading up to like my last episode I acted in. I flew home yeah. and the people I was leaving behind from location were saying to me, we really hope we're gonna be able to fly home. This was like March seventeenth last year. Like I of flew last year. I Got flew it. home and then they locked this they locked everything down. And then people went See, back. I thought
0: you were about to tell me that COVID nineteen has been an elaborate Netflix print oh, this entire time. I
1: wish. <laughs> <laughs> and on I April Fool's Day they're wish. gonna go psych. No, but so but yeah, April I acted falls. in half the episodes and I I helped write all of them and acted in half of them and uh, it was a blast. Oh. It was a blast to do. And you know what? We hope that the, the last show in just three months on Netflix was in the top 10 of unscripted shows on Netflix for the entire year, only Love being it. out actually two months. So our real hope is that this thing gets released and gets big numbers and we get to do a season three. We'll see. You never know.
0: Absolutely. Well, congratulations, Thanks, man. Netflix. Obviously, massive eyeballs on Netflix. All of Clipper Nation will be tuning into Netflix The name of the show is Prank Encounters, available on Netflix. Check it out. Season one right now. Check it out. But then we got season two coming April Fool's Day. And will the Clippers continue their domination? Will they still be on a win streak on April Fool's Day? I hope so, and I think so. So listen, I'm going to toot your own horn for you. Congratulations on your big hit Netflix show. Toot, toot, that's going out to you, Hank. And because you're big Hollywood, Hank, Superstar, I'm going to ask you, my friend, to sound the horn. <laughs> Toot-toot. Toot-toot.